You can't restrain Steve-O. Mark Stevens Football Update for Load Restraint Systems. Make sure you're load safe with Australia's total range of cargo restraint products. Loadrestraint.com.au We've got some great openers at RSN 927. Mm. That will never get old, I don't think. I don't think that will ever get old. Well, the lion roaring makes you think he's like a really sort of combative, sort of uh, you know, volatile <laughs> character, and it's absolutely spot on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not machine. sure that's right. Yeah. I'm not sure that's right. But uh, Alex Pierce has been unleashed uh, as skipper Surprise. of Freo. Not really. I tipped this one uh, okay. on the Breakfast Club. I thought I heard him talk. Um, you know, when Channel Seven have the cameras in the huddle, he, he spoke before the final against the Bulldogs last year. I thought, this guy's extraordinary the way he speaks. So okay. I think he's one of these guys more revered inside of the club and the Purple Army, if you like, than outside. Andrew Brayshaw was the favourite. Uh, he missed out. He's a vice-captain along with Caleb Sarong. So Alex Pierce, the long-haired sort of defender, pretty handy player, good leader. I know he's only young, but would Andrew Brayshaw be a little bit disappointed that he hasn't got the job? He's probably a bit flat, yeah. But I think they would have thought, well, he's playing great footy. Does he really need that extra pressure at this stage? He's in Brownlow medal form. So they've, they've kept him away from the captaincy. The other interesting news at the moment is Alistair Clarkson's just had to make a bit of an apology for something he said to a journo, which is not the first time. Uh, mm. That has happened. He had a, a crack at my mate Matty Thompson once out at the airport, famously. They got picked up on the microphone, unlike this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it actually picked it up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, clever. so what's happened down at Arden Street, and, and I recall this, it was uh, February 1, Taryn Thomas was on the front page of the paper. Elizabeth Moss went down there with other journos to the Channel 9, and it was a bit unusual. They, they went to doorstop Thomas as he came off through the gate after training. So it's sort of on the borderline of their workplace. Normally you hide... doorstopping going to stop? Well, doorstopping has to happen for TV to get people at certain times. But when are journalists going to act like decent It's a good debate. Yeah, so what Clarko... (laughs) Clarko wasn't happy. He said words to the effect of your time will come to Elizabeth Moss. She went back mm. to the Channel 9 head honchos, said she was concerned. They went to high places at nine and north, and, and in the end, Clarko, he apologised. I think he, he offered to drive to Channel 9 and sort it out straight away. So the interesting thing is that this is a coincidence, but your time will come as some of the language that uh, Taron Thomas is mm. alleged to have used in, in his uh, mistreatment, allegedly, mm. uh, of some women. So Clarko's found himself in hot water again. I think the doorstop is okay if it's outside the club, in the yeah. car park. This one was right on the, virtually on the training track, just as he came off. So I think you're still in your work mode. And to, if you leave the club with your bag, you, you're fair game, I think. But this one was line ball. Your time will come does have a menacing tone, doesn't it? Does. It mm. does. Yeah. So you're, Speak, a, yeah. you're, I was going to say, you're a staunch defender of the, of the doorstop, Steve. Well, the TVs, well, they live and die by it. Mm. It's, it's access to people. If someone does a hamstring, then what's wrong with uh, talking to them at the scanning clinic? Mm. Uh, I'm talking more about the in-your-face mm. to get a reaction type one, the... What was the uh, Ricky, Nixon. Ricky Nixon one? Seb Costello. Yeah, I like felt for just, Ricky in that. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. it's two in your face. People get claustrophobic and they react. There's a photo yeah. of Michael Felgate and Ricky Nixon coming mm. to blows, I think. Well, Felgate was a good good at it. I mean, you've got no choice when you work at a network and the boss says, look, we need to hit up somebody. I, I went after Andrew Gaff. I, I found where he was meeting his lawyers. You know, when he went down, he hit Brayshaw and went down for, I think it was nine yep. weeks. Um, so I got him coming out and... Uh, 
He stopped at the lights and the microphone didn't work. <laughs> the cameraman says, it's not working, it's not working. Tap, tap, tap. And I said, oh, no. Oh. So uh, we, we wasted that opportunity. I don't like the ones at court. Um, I just, uh, you know. In- oh, they're fair game, Matty. I think if you what? turn up at court. Oh, I think that just adds to the drama. No, no, I'm talking about the families of the victims. We'll get cameras in their faces as well. Oh, but they only talk. I think families of victims are a bit different. Do you feel, put it this way, when you, get in, when you got instructed to do it, did you accept that it was, yes, I have to do it, but did you feel, did you feel bad about it? Or I felt you, uncomfortable at yeah, times. Exactly. But That's we, we accepted it, and, and sometimes it comes off, it's great. You come back to the office with an exclusive, but, yeah, this one was line ball. And Clarko, uh, yeah, of course, he, Matty Thompson, he caught... Uh, you know, I think you can Google that and what happened there out at the airport probably 10 years ago. He's got a long rap sheet, Clark, of just little funny little misdemeanours. Yep. What's the latest Punch on the, the other issue? Well, that's still bubbling away. They're awaiting a final result on the report perhaps in the next three to four weeks. That's the Clarks and uh, Fagan. Will that just bubble out, do you think? Or do you mm, think it will bubble up? Hard to tell. I don't think it will bubble up. It kind of bubbled up any more than it did. Mm. Um, it might fizzle a fraction. I think there'll be some sort of... <laughs> different bubble-related language being used here. Fizzle. Will it, will it pop? <laughs> no, I think, I think it'll be a, some sort of compromise and it'll fizzle. Okay. I think they'll both be free to coach. Remember at one stage we thought they were both finished. It was that strong at the mm. time, but you know, and, and some of the things have been watered down, I believe. It just needed absolute context. And you know, like what was said and what was the context mm. and all that. It just it was easy to grab bits there, out of it and make big judgments. There was too many people at the time wanting to be the first ones to whack them over the head. There was too many people in powerful mm. positions behind microphones wanting to no just, just slam them down. Yeah, straight away. Uh, last one on the doorstop. I'm interested, mm. Steve. Did you ever get someone at their house? Uh, tried. Yes. Is that fair game? Uh, has to be big. Uh, a coach sacking's fair game, I think, to wait outside a house, but it has to be big. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't do the, the worst ones in TV, and I, luckily I've known I've had to do it's the death knock. So you're knocking on a family's door or somebody mm. who's been uh, hit by a bus or yep. killed tragically. Sometimes you have to go and knock on the door and see if they want to talk. Mm. Um, Tim Hable's the- first ever story, he worked for the Paper Up Your Way? Tim Hable, I can't remember where it was. Kyabram Free Press. Something like that. His first ever job as a little apprentice cub reporter. He thought he might go down and do the under-13s. It was that exactly what you just described. Mm. Was that? Yeah, was I, I remember Wayne, when Wayne Carey and the uh, Anthony Stevens affair story broke, I got sent up to Nathalia uh, for the Herald Sun to door-knock Kelly Stevens's mum. So that. What I, if you'd I, refused? What would have happened? Well, do you get sacked? You have to do it. I, 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 I wouldn't say I went through the motions. I did it knowing that she wouldn't answer. Mm. I saw her um, open the blinds and I knocked on the door. I actually drove into the driveway. I thought I might as well go the whole <laughs> well, way. You got to park somewhere. Yeah, so I parked in the driveway. Tried. She didn't come out, and we were hanging around up there. And in the end, it became a bit uncomfortable. There were a lot of journo's in Nathalia, and they. A few of the locals got restless. They started to hound us out of town. Ooh, Fair so. enough, too. I would have been one of them. Because, so, I, I mean, I know <laughs> no I've doubt. been in the media, but I, I just hate it. Yeah, I really yeah, hate yeah. it. I, I hate that mm. level of intrusion on people. I just really, really hate it. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a part of TV mm. journalism. And, yeah, I followed Dustin Martin to New Zealand for 12 hours once. What do you reckon, Valisaris? Mm. You're, a, like you're a good mm. observer of these things, a man of strong ethical values. Well... Uh, that's on. Uh, having not worked in the media from a journalistic point of view from Steve, I always thought that would be, be the most uncomfortable thing to do 
and I wouldn't do it, but if you have a boss telling you to do it, I think it makes good TV. But personally, I would hate doing it, but if my boss told me to do it, then I would do it. You've got to cover your backside. If you know nine are doing it and, and you're at seven, you have to be there. And sometimes you cover different entrances. As, as, as the seven journo uh, Paul Dowsley did with George Pell, and followed him all the way up the highway and got him at a service station as he got out to get a Cornetto and a bag of chips. <laughs> was it a Cornetto? Oh, uh, I made that up. Now right. we are. Yeah, so you're a, you're a <laughs> no, I'm adding some, adding a well, little bit I of guess colour. Just right? around, you, you got some junk to, to, food. Well, to right. round off on it, I guess people like me don't go for those jobs because you don't want to have to do that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Apprentice Mick, he's getting, he's, he's, he's really growing as a producer. He's giving us the wine-up for the second no, time. I think it was a fascinating so discussion. It was, and someone has texted in, Justin, says, very interesting chat on law and doorstops, the recovering lawyer, lawyers, uh, he and responsibilities overall, all else to be the court system. All court doorstops, be they victims or defendants, should stop. Court process has been, um, I don't know, there might be a spelling there. Uh, by revenge bee seekers, I didn't quite understand that. But yeah, anyway, no, it's, it's no, got but, people talking. But you've got to try to get people to talk outside court. Otherwise, there's nothing to to report on because you can't sort of you can't quote what happened word for word in the court. If you know what I mean, you can't use audio. So yeah, I know. you need the vision. It's the nature of the beast. Yeah. I know a cameraman, and it gets ugly. People get pushed over. I know a cameraman that fell on his back, and there's well, a scrum. Mm, and, your uncle Plugger once threw a walking mm, stick at yeah, a reporter. I know where he stands on the <laughs> the issue of doors. And I'm, I'm with Plugger on this. He's and a I, firm I, I, and I think it's safe mm. being on Plugger's side most <laughs> times. 